Hey friends, and welcome to Her Soul, a safe space where we discuss all things God, self-love, and peace of mind. I'm your host, Camille Allison, and my goal is to encourage you in your everyday walk so that you can live in the freedom that God promises you. It's that Christian girl talk you need in your life. So grab your journal, favorite pen, a cup of coffee, and let's get into the show. Hey, you guys, welcome back for another episode of Her Soul. I, I don't know why, I'm just in a really, really great mood, and I'm really excited about this week's episode. And yeah, welcome to all of you uh, who are joining us again for another episode of our wellness series. And if you're new to the show, welcome in. Her Soul is a beautiful, thriving, growing community. Did y'all hear me say growing? Okay. So obviously I've been tracking the numbers for quite some time now. We started out back in like 2019, I think. So the amount of growth that this show has seen since the start of 2022, out of nowhere, y'all, I know God has his hands on this show because I mean, the numbers are insane now and I can't even I don't know. I didn't do anything. (laughs) I didn't do anything different. And I know that it's God. And I'm just so thankful for his hand being on this show and on this ministry and for each of you who decide to listen each week. So thank you. Welcome. We are on part three of our wellness series. And this week we're talking about social wellness and communication. So before we even get into that, I don't really have too many announcements to just to continue to, to follow the show on all the social media things, um, sign up for the newsletter, like do all of the things that will allow you to stay connected to her soul, not only the podcast, but also the ministry. So everything that's going on and then, uh, keep your ears out, your eyes and ears out for the her soul shop, which is opening up very, very soon. Um, I think I told, yeah, I did tell you guys about that. So I don't, we're going to start having some merch for the show, obviously, but like literally the only thing I have is like a couple journals that I want to release. And y'all know that's my thing. I like to write. I talk to you guys about journaling all the time. So that's going to be our first line of merch, the line of her soul journals. I just actually submitted off the design, um, Friday of last week. So as long as everything comes back, okay, the design is approved. And then once obviously I get my samples in and if I'm satisfied with the outcome, the journals will be here pretty doggone soon. So I'm very excited for that. So keep, uh, stay tuned. That's what I'm trying to say. Stay tuned for that. So let's get into it. I know social wellness is not one of the things that you think of right off the bat when you start to think about wellness. We usually think about mental health. We think about our physical health, but we don't necessarily pay that much attention to our social health and our relationships, the quality of our relationships. When we think of wellness, let me not leave that out. I'm talking about in terms of wellness in our health relationships and the people we keep in our lives and how we interact with them, all of that plays like a really important uh, part in our overall wellness. So what is social wellness? Social wellness is basically learning how to interact with others, being able to express yourself, um, and being able to effectively communicate and socialize with people who are not necessarily like you. So this looks like Um, you know, healthy interactions, good communication skills, developing those good support systems and healthy relationships, 
being respectful of others and showing manners, and just learning how to successfully communicate our thoughts and our feelings. I keep saying like literally this uh, post-pandemic era, this like wave of life that we're in right now, this culture, this is the perfect time to sharpen those skills, right? Because for some reason, and I don't know if it has to do with the pandemic or, um, you know, just being shut off from the world for however long, or if it has to do with how right now, and you see this, especially on social media, like solitude, being alone, um, being introverted, like one, there's nothing wrong with these things, you know, obviously there's nothing wrong with it, but these things right now are being idolized, right? So there's more of a pull into self, more of a pull into just worrying about ourselves versus being worried about others and those around us, right? Um, really like that introvertedness, uh, staying to yourself, that's kind of become like goals in so many different ways for a lot of different people. And also another thing that I've noticed in this post pandemic era is the amount of people who are just overwhelmingly angry. Like really think about people you might interact with in the grocery store or just in passing people you work with. Like there is a good amount of people out here who are angry whether that's related to the pandemic and you know the circumstances that came as a result of the pandemic I don't know but right now the world is angry and so I feel like it's a good time to practice social wellness practice granting grace to others and all of that I think social wellness and just um Having positive social habits, period, are so important right now because it's going to help you build support systems, which ultimately lead to better mental health and better overall health. So I've mentioned that word a few times now, support systems, right? We are not meant to go through life alone. And so the people who make up our core, our core group of people, our trustworthy group of people, This is an important circle to build up, right? In order for us to really thrive out here in this life. So I don't know if you guys ever really thought about this or if you've realized it, but biologically, so, you know, the scientific way of things, and then also biblically, so the how God says things are and how God has established this world. Humans were created to socialize, meaning we were created to be in relationship with one another, You know, God created Adam and then immediately after that, he created Eve. He didn't leave Adam out here to wander the earth for a few weeks, few months, few years to get things going. He immediately gave him a partner. So no, we're not meant to be alone. We're meant to uh, be in companionship with other people. I joked about this in a few episodes back, but <laughs> I'm thinking more and more that it wasn't a joke. I think it's actually going to become a reality, but I was talking about how I might release an episode on how to make friends. And no, I'm not a master at this because I definitely have my own introverted ways. Um, but I feel like that is such a lost art. Like I feel like nobody really knows how to truly socialize with other people and not the, uh, you know, ingenuous socializing that comes with social media, but face-to-face, real live, empathetic, open, honest, real and raw communication with someone else, right? How do we develop these friendships that we so desperately need? How do we learn to be a part of a community and contribute to this community effectively? How can we figure out 
how to communicate with someone who doesn't look like us or talk like us and still create a thriving and positive relationship. So this episode is not meant to say that there's anything um, against when relationships don't work out. It has nothing to do with that. We're just talking about how to create these relationships that are going to uh, nurture our souls and our spirits and ultimately improve our mental health. Probably like over the last year, this idea of community, uh, maybe a little longer than a year, but probably over this uh, past year or so, this idea of community has like infiltrated my thoughts like over and over again. And I know it's only God just kind of reinforcing why that's so important. And if you think about it, it's so easy for us to get trapped off in our minds, right? When we're really going through things that have like shaken us to our core, you know, some of the most detrimental things that we could be experiencing in life at a certain time, the devil wants nothing more than for us to get trapped off in our own minds because this is where he can really thrive. This is where he can infiltrate and do what he needs to do to distract us and take us off course. The minute we give in to nobody understands me, I don't have anybody, I'm alone. The minute that we give in to that, we are giving the devil permission to take over. And that's why I'm saying this. That's why we're talking about this now. Developing the relationships so that you have people in your corner for when you do experience these times. Because we know the devil, he he's tricky. But like he's not, it's not a secret how tricky he is, right? We know that he likes to attack the mind. We know he likes to um, warp our thoughts, right? If we don't have somebody in our life who can reinforce God's goodness and God's grace to us during those trying times, and if the devil is the only voice in our head, we're going to continue to just get further and further trapped off in our minds, deeper and deeper into this hole where we just feel like there is no one. We have no one. And just imagine what that does to your mental health. The importance of developing this social wellness as far as your spirituality is concerned is that is a defense mechanism against the devil's attacks, right? God uses people in our lives all the time. We have to make sure that we have those people in place ready to go so that the devil doesn't have an opportunity to shut you down. And isn't that his goal anyway? The devil wants to take anybody on track to something greater, which is all of us and God's eyes and God's way. He wants to take you off track because then he knows that he can basically take you off course for whatever it is that God had held out for you in this ultimate life plan. So social wellness, how, how would it, like, how can we truly develop good social wellness? Well, one of the big, big things is communication. So that is the second part of the episode. And what we'll focus the bulk uh, of our time on is how to effectively communicate. Now, y'all, I'm going to be a hundred percent honest. This is not my strong suit and I'm not going to pretend to be an expert in this by no means. As I was doing the research for this ex, uh, as I was doing the research for this episode, I was learning so much and trying to figure out, you know, how can I apply this to my own life? Because this is not a strong area for me. I've always struggled with effectively communicating, um, 
I don't know why though. And I really am trying to get to the root of that. And I'm not talking about communicating in the sense of me on this podcast talking. I was a theater major. I always grew up speaking. So I know how to speak, but I'm talking about the communication that happens between um, two people in a relationship, whether that's your significant other, your husband, your best friend, your children, whoever it is. I'm talking about this uh, relational communication. Y'all know I just got engaged and so many people have blessed us and, you know, just really given us words of encouragement. Um, They've congratulated us and a lot of people have given us advice on how to make marriage work and some of the things that we need to be mindful of as we go forward. And one of the things that comes up a lot, one of the main things people say is you got to know how to communicate. That's what they say. They say, you got to know how to communicate and keep people out your business, (laughs) which I guess that kind of goes hand in hand. But the communication thing, a lot of people have told us how important communication is to really making the marriage work, which I don't want to just put this episode in a box and talk about relationships as far as like a romantic relationship. But this is the same thing. Parents and their children, friendships. We all have to be able to communicate effectively and be able to freely express ourselves without fear of judgment, but also in a respectful manner. Communication is so important because really, I think the end goal or, you know, the main thing about it is that it's an opportunity to strengthen that relationship, right? Through positive and uplifting communication, effective communication, right? So how do we do this? (laughs) I want to talk about it from two sides, right? When you are the person who is communicating something, and then when you are the person receiving the communication. And mainly, I think, I think this is revolving mainly around, like, if you have something that needs to be said that is going to possibly, um, well, no, it's when you have something that needs to be communicated that is important to you and important to the relationship at hand. Okay. So number one, pray first. You got to pray because sometimes, especially in this day and age, people are so easily offended. I'm guilty of this for sure. Um, But pray first. Pray that God really comes through in this moment, that you are relaying whatever is in your heart in a respectful manner where the other person will hear you and that you can move forward and change or whatever it is that needs to be taking place. So start off everything with a prayer. Literally, if you need to know the, um, if you want a life hack, okay, life hack number one, which will always be tried and true, pray. That's it. Pray and watch how God works. So after you've prayed, I want you to sit down and in both scenarios, whether you're the one communicating or the one being communicated to check in with your feelings, right? Know where you stand. Are you feeling angry right now? Are you hurt? Are you nervous? Are you embarrassed? Like, how do you feel? What are the thoughts that are going on in your head? And once you acknowledge them, know that whatever it is, however you're handling this thing, whatever's on your mind, however you're feeling, it is okay. Validate yourself. Validate your feelings for yourself. It'll give you an extra boost of confidence when you go into this conversation. Okay, so we've prayed. 
We know how we feel. We're confident in how we feel. We're not moved in that. So now let's get into our conversation. So if you're the person being communicated to, the biggest thing is to listen first. Okay. Y'all, we have to listen. Relationships are two sided. It's not my way or the highway. It is a two-way streak. So you have to listen. You have to give your partner or your significant other, your um, friend, your mom, your parent, whoever it is you're talking to, give them that respect and listen to them first. And I mean, give everything that they're saying full thought and consideration, right? So this means in whatever it is that they're saying, being able to acknowledge the role that you play in that situation, right? So if you're wrong, knowing and acknowledging that, yeah, I was wrong in this situation. Or even in this same sense, acknowledge how the other person is feeling, right? Validate their feelings. Along the same lines, be mindful of your body language. Oh, this is so big. The body language speaks just as much as the words do. Like literally, if you're telling me, okay, I hear you. Okay, we'll, we'll work on it right? If, if those are the things that I'm saying, but I'm closed off, I'm not making eye contact with you. I'm kind of like doing other things, fidgeting with other things, really not. My body language is saying, I'm not paying attention to you. The person who's talking is going to feel that and they're not going to feel comfortable sharing, right? You're no longer creating an open environment for communication. So be mindful of your body language. So when the shoe is on the other foot and you're the one who needs to talk to the other person, you have something on your mind, on your heart that you need to get out, obviously, just like with the other scenario, pray first. Ask God to guide you and lead you in your thoughts and help you to be able to effectively communicate everything it is that's on your mind. Check in with your feelings. Same thing. You want to check in with your feelings, understand where you feel and or where you stand and really process that. I know for me personally, what I kind of get hung up on is, okay, I know I have a lot to say, but how do I say it? And I think sometimes the idea of me actually saying it, being so afraid of offending the other person or hurting someone else's feelings, I just don't say anything at all and I'll just eat it. And that's been like what I've done basically my whole life. Just now, probably in this latter part of my twenties, am I learning how to express myself in to know that it's okay to express myself. And like I said earlier, I'm not an expert in this field now, y'all. I'm learning just like you are. Um, but I'm just telling you, that's how. That's one of the things that I get hung up on is how do I tell you what it is that I want to say? And really, the only advice that I can give at this point, the only thing that I've really learned is to just say it, right? No matter how messy it is, no matter how much of potential it has to kind of like hurt the other person, whatever it is, if it needs to be said, you just want to, you have to say it. You got to get it out because these are the situations that strengthen the relationship, right? Now there are circumstances where the other person, like, the, uh, so I don't want to have this conversation and then you guys think that relationships are always going to work out because obviously we know that that's not true. There are circumstances where relationships just don't work out and that's okay too. But I'm just talking about in the sense of like for me, for example, me and my fiance, 
this is a person that I truly do care about. I want him to feel heard. I want him to feel like I'm a safe space to come and talk to. And I want the same. I want to feel heard by him. And I want to know that he is my safe space to come and talk to when there are things on my mind. And so if you're in that same situation, if you want the other person to be your safe person, your safe person, so to speak, these, these are uh, very important tips and tools that you can use to cultivate that. Understand y'all following me. So that I told y'all, that's what I would get hung up on. Only thing that you can do is just say it, get it out, right? It's better than keeping it bottled in and then leaving the other person to try and guess or figure out what it is that you're saying. And in some instances, people don't want to stick around for that, right? They'll be like, okay, she just, she got something going on. I don't know what it is, but you know, I'm gonna just bounce. (laughs) Um, The second thing I wanted to say to you guys is to be respectful in presentation. Now, it's so easy when we feel like we have such a great point against someone to really kind of sit in that and feel so validated by the fact that we have so much to say and they're going to listen to this and we get attitude at times. Think about how that if if the shoe was on the other foot now, think about if that's going to make you want to truly receive what the person has to say, if someone is coming at you full of attitude and angst and disrespect, are you really going to want to hear what it is that they have to say? Are you going to be open to any change that could come about as a result of the conversation? No, you're going to tune them out. You're going to, all your defenses are going to go up. So in the same respect, be mindful of how you're presenting the information. I know when it comes to my fiance, like I started this like years ago, but like if we were ever going to have an argument, I always ask God or not even if it's an argument, even if it's just something that I have to say to him, I always ask God, Lord, please let me be able to effectively tell him what it is that I need to tell him. I pray that he hears the respect and feels the respect in my voice and that this doesn't come off in a way where he's not going to be open to receiving what I have to say. And the key word is respect. You want people to feel respected. You don't want to outrightly, you know, offend people and put them in this negative space. You're not going to get anywhere with that. Y'all know the saying, you know, you, you catch more bees with honey. This is like in the same sense and not saying like prance around the topic. No, be direct in what you're saying, but be respectful with your words, right? You want to create an environment, you want to create, um, an inviting environment for communication. Does that make sense? Right? It's not just shut up and listen to what I have to say. It's more so, okay, let's talk together. Let's talk about this. Let us come together and figure this thing out. You see what I'm saying? It's like a two-sided thing. It's not It's not me. It's not all about me. It's not all about the other person. It's both of us coming together to create a solution to strengthen our bond and our relationship. So the very last thing is to pray it out. Like no matter how that conversation ended, whether it ended on a positive note or, you know, kind of like a downside, whatever it is, pray it out. Close out that communication with prayer, thanking God, you know, for his hand and being with both of you as you sat down to discuss whatever it was. And just pray that resolution can continue to come about, that you guys can continue to communicate effectively, that you guys can continue to problem solve and work things out as a team. Because at the end of the day, isn't that what it's all about? 
when we are establishing our core group of people, don't we want to know that they're on our team, that we're on their team, that, you know, we have a bond that is unbreakable by outside forces? Practicing good social wellness is going to help build up those bonds. So to close and in good her soul fashion, I have a couple questions that you can use as journal prompts that I really truly want you to consider. Okay. So if you have your pen, go ahead. Let's write all this down. So the first one is, are you able to communicate effectively, especially in times of conflict? Are you able to communicate effectively, especially in times of conflict? This question is a self-evaluation question uh, just to get you thinking about how it is that you communicate. Because I don't think that we really think about that. Do we communicate well? That's basically what I'm asking you. The second question for you, um, this is another self-eval question. Do you surround yourself with people that you trust and can count on? Right? And do you consider yourself to be a trustworthy person that someone else can count on? This question really plays to um, the relationships that we surround ourselves with, whether they are healthy relationships that uh, overall positively affect us mentally. Um, so do you surround yourself with people that you trust and can count on? And are you a trustworthy person that other people can count on? And then the last one I wanted to ask you is how do you think that other people perceive you? Do they see you as a good friend? Do they see you as reliable? Do they see you as trustworthy? How do you think other people see you? And this isn't for you to, um, well, yeah. And then once you answer that, let's take it a step further and I want you to write out how you want to be perceived. There we go. Let's make it a, a well-rounded journal prompt. So how are you, how do you think other people perceive you? And how do you want them to perceive you? I hope that is making sense for you guys. Alrighty, y'all. So that is it. That's it for this week. I um I want you all to know that the goal of this whole series is to help you all develop into these whole well-rounded women, basically by working on the different areas of wellness that will allow us to uh, thrive and be our best selves. You know, the whole mission of this show is to work on personal development through a strong relationship with God. And I honestly and truly believe to my core that none of these things can be accomplished. All these areas of wellness, all these things we're working on through the month of March, none of them can be accomplished if we don't have that foundational relationship with God. So as we close out this week's episode, I just wanted to encourage you guys not to forget about your quiet time, your devotion time, your time in the word of God, and your prayer time. And just to acknowledge that our spiritual health is our foundation. What we are doing to establish ourselves spiritually will pay off in all these other areas of wellness. So with that being said, you guys, I'm praying you all will have a blessed rest of your week and I will see you all next week. Be blessed and I'm hoping for a week of positivity for all of you. Love y'all. Bye.